Hello, welcome to the Mediocre Takes podcast, the podcast where we share our mediocre takes on the shows and movies we watch. I'm Marco, and here with my co-host, Mal. How are you doing, Mal? We had a meeting today at work, and my supervisor had to remind the room of adults, Marco, to wash their hands after going to the bathroom because multiple people got caught not doing it. I bet you it was the men. Of course. That's actually so funny um, because my work is actually very inclusive. It was also the women. You're kidding. I caught two. Oh, my God. I didn't snitch, nasty. but <laughs> I know names. Anyways, today we're doing a serious episode, I guess. Well, we have done like serious topics before, kind of, but this is like a really serious movie and we'll we'll try to be serious, but we'll probably not be. But yeah, let's just go ahead and get started with the movie. And we're reviewing Black Klansman, by the way. So in Black Klansman, Ron Stallworth, the main character, becomes the very first black cop in uh, the Colorado Police Department. He eventually infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan by using a white person as cover. Basically, the fake Ron would go and meet with the KKK while the real Ron would talk to them over the phone. The day is saved after Ron stops a literal terrorist attack. However, the leader of the police says that no one can know what has happened, and Ron does disagree with that in real life, and eventually he writes the book that becomes this movie. As for the movie, the movie ends with current racist acts being seen in today's time, such as Charlottesville and more. And yeah, that's the plot of the movie. So watching Lance Klansman was my idea, but I feel bad about it because I don't think Mao would like it after watching it, mostly because it feels like propaganda. And We'll go over more about propaganda later, but I haven't watched that much propaganda, but I wasn't sure if this counted as it, mostly because it was like, it, it felt like anti-cop while being pro-cop at the same time sometimes, especially with the character Patrice, the love interest of Ron. So I was just kind of confused at some points about what the message of this story was going for. So yeah. Okay, so I was kind of happy that in the end, Patrice kind of hinted at breaking up with Ron at the end because he literally lied about being a cop, which is a huge red flag. Also, after all this, he decides to still be a cop, which is another red flag, honestly. And like right off the bat, when Ron and Patrice first met, I knew that that was sort of going to they were going to try and make that a thing. But I literally from the beginning could not get with it because I'm not a fan of liars. And he was lying since day one about being a cop. To the president of the Black Student Union? Like, what are we doing here? Um, but I'm really glad that they didn't. Happy Ever After. And I like, I actually really like how they didn't get together because that just shows that Patrice wasn't willing to compromise her morals for a man, which I think yeah, is something I definitely, a lot of. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I really like that she stands her morals. It's something weird we see these days, but you know. <laughs> well, in some communities, all right, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. Some communities, women are not willing to stand up to men. <laughs> that reminds me of this videos where like women will talk about how terrible their husbands are or their boyfriends are, and then when people on TikTok are like, "You should break up with him," they're like, they get so defensive, and they're like, "Well, he's not that bad, even though he is." It's strange. I was curious to see how Mal felt about the movie. 
but to be honest, I got so anxious halfway through this movie because of what was happening. I had to text Mel and said, can we record tomorrow? I'm halfway through this movie and it's literally stressing me out. Like I genuinely felt stressed out and it was very frustrating. Was there a specific moment that sent you over the edge or was it just like an accumulation? I feel like it was just an accumulation. I think it's important that at the end of the movie, we are shown like racist things happening in our current time to show that racism isn't over for the people who haven't realized that yet. I did appreciate the mention of Birth of a Nation. That movie really did boost the KKK sadly. And I think it's important to at least know about racism to deflect it. So something I also appreciated about this movie, and I feel like it could have been focused on more, is that they really added this idea that KKK members to white people seem like normal people until they show their true colors. Like if you're a person of color, it'd be kind of easy to tell when someone's being racist to you. But for white people, I guess it really isn't because they have that privilege. And I kind of liked that this movie did show that like for other white people, they seem like normal people. Okay, so this is kind of silly, but um, I found out that John David Washington is a Nepo baby, and he's the person who plays the main actor. He's the son of Denzel Washington, which is very surprising. I'm just surprised he can act, you know? That man can act, I guess. I just wanted to mention that. So I completely forgot about Alec Baldwin in the beginning of this movie. And when I saw him, I was like, wait a minute, I forgot. And there was something weird that I remembered. I kind of felt weird, mostly because I know him from 30 Rock. He's also in Cat in the Hat. Really? The live action film of Cat in the Hat, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a shock to me. I don't know how to feel now. It just feels like two different... I don't know, contrast, I guess. It's very strange. By the way, you guys definitely should not watch 30 Rock. It's kind of racist and bad. And I forgot the main character's name, but I think she wrote that series. And I don't trust her anymore after watching that, you know? Yeah, the beginning scene with Alec Baldwin was so absurd. Alec Baldwin, who I think recently was indicted for manslaughter. Uh, Don't quote me on that. I think you mentioned this to me, but didn't he accidentally shoot someone or something? Yeah. Or, oh, it's a conspiracy. Actually, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories. Okay. That scene did a great job setting up the tone for the movie, I think. So I always get red flags from when actors who choose to play racist in a movie and i get that someone has to do it and like if nobody plays that role there's not gonna be a movie but it still feels very wrong so yeah i don't know like i remember i was talking to mal about this and mal said i know they were dying to say that like the n-word and everything and say something racist it just feels very strange so i found out that david duke is still alive and i wish it was okay to kill racists so yeah also i do not know that the kkk used to give out or still gives out membership cards, which also felt weird. I don't know, it's like a Fred Meyer card, I guess. Did you know that there are multiple active KKK chapters in our state? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. That's so slay of us. Mostly in the East, and I think neither of us are surprised by that. Yeah. Anyways. Slay! <laughs> <laughs> Literally stop. Okay, so apparently the girlfriend from the movie, Patrice, does not exist. And Ron at the time in real life was already dating someone who would eventually become his wife, I believe. And I get that there's obviously going to be changes to a movie from a book. And I get that most people don't like this change, but I honestly really appreciate it because this movie felt like really propaganda-y to me. Patrice was just a big fresh breast. Fresh? Breast? (laughs) (laughs) I meant fresh. Okay, anyways. um, (laughs) Let me speak. (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you still laughing? <laughs> Should I just skip that part? I don't know. I I I don't know. No, <laughs> she's suppressed depression. <laughs> <laughs> no but i get what you're saying like <laughs> she's I think a fresh no <laughs> she's <laughs> just stop just... her inclusion in this film was really important because it showed sort of the other side of the fight and it, it showed the, the hypocrisy of ron in some ways yeah i definitely like the fact that they kind of tried to show that Ron was in the wrong. However, I feel like they didn't do that good of an example because at the end, he still decides to become a cop, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like an in-depth thing at all. It was just sort of like, hey, you know, we have this character and, and she's she's she is for the liberation. And the last thing I basically have to say is I forgot who that one person was that the black liberation group was meeting but like they were all in a room with a with a bunch of photos and they were talking about the breath of a nation movie i don't know what that person was but i found that strange that he was talking and then they would cut to the kkk like it was very strange um i actually think that was a very good scene because it was straight up like the the way that they were cutting between this what was the story he was telling it was actually really important it was this um this true story about this black boy who was wrongfully accused of sexually assaulting this this white woman mm -hmm. and he was tortured and pictures of him were used as postcards and his his body was cut up and created for like souvenirs and um and then it would cut to these white clansmen like uh watching birth of a nation and just like laughing and be and like it was it was a really impactful scene i kind of agree with you my only real gripe is i feel like i need the black person to talk more instead of the kkk scenes i get that's an impactful scene i just personally didn't really love it that much and you know that's pretty much it i loved the call between ron and walter like just his white man voice and then everyone else's reaction but alas not even the minority characters are exempt from the onslaught of slur slinging i think it hurts more when i see minorities using slurs aimed towards other minority groups just because we're in this together and i know it was meant to show that white ron was a piece of shit racist anti-semitic homophobe but if it ain't your slur don't say it you know i that was just it was just touch a, such a tough scene to see of, of one of us say those words ron teaching adam driver uh, okay i should address this some actors I say by name, even though I know their character's name, just because they'll always be that actor to me. Just like, I'm going to call him Alec Baldwin. Like, I know his character's name, but he's Alec Baldwin. So anyway, Ron teaching Adam Driver how to talk like him is exactly how I think white people practice speaking AAVE before deciding to become a TikToker. When Ron asked Patrice if every conversation had to be political, I rolled my eyes because like, your existence is political whether you like it or not that whole scene made me so mad just because like he did not get it and it's one of the reasons why this film sort of gave me bad vibes sometimes because like he just he never got it and sometimes he'd be like i can be black and a cop and it's like okay rolling my eyes do some reading like learn <laughs> learn how wrong you are i don't no, know he can he can change the police force yeah the subtle that reminds me of another group comment when adam driver said no one wants to rat out bad cops because they're a family i love that but it also made me a little more confused about ron's character because he's literally saying the cops are acting like 
like uh, the clansmen, right? Because they're they're a family. They're they're brothers. And I'm like, what? So like, where are we going with this? What are you what are you doing? Like, you're not doing anything with this. So this okay. <laughs> the scene where he was talking to David Duke. You want to know how I remember his name? I think of the Katy Perry song. What Katy Perry song? <laughs> what is it? It's California Girls because she says David Duke bikinis. What? <laughs> but um, a scene where he was talking to David Duke about, you know, being a white kid and like hanging out with this black kid until his dad told him not to. I was getting the vibe that that was a real scene that happened to him, but the rules were reversed, obviously. And that's so funny because that literally happened to me once. I, I think I've told you this before, but when I was a kid, like elementary school, I went over to my neighbor's house and I asked white girl. I asked her if she wanted to come and play with me, and she's like, um, sorry, white kids and black kids can't play together. And I was, like, literally shocked Pikachu face because I was like, um, well, no one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> I think that's the first time I became came conscious of racism. <laughs> I think I home. have heard this before. I'm, not, I'm just not sure yet. Yeah. But anyway, saw that scene, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <gasps> Twinsies. One thing I will say is I'm surprised the creep officer wasn't exposed as a clansman. I genuinely thought that's where they were going to go with his character. And I don't know if this happened in real life. I don't think it did. But the fact that they set him up and then they arrested him feels so fake. Like, I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> Especially since they already established we're a family. We'll, we'll never rat out the bad cops. Overall, I feel like this is a very conflicting movie to me. I, I just feel like it's a bit too propaganda-y. And there are certain parts of it where I felt like, I don't know, the white actors made me uncomfortable, you know? It was just a very uncomfy movie, I guess. I did like the ending, I guess. For the most part, I did like, like the parts where it showed Ron and Patrice like holding their guns out and then they see the cross gang lit on fire with the Ku Klux Klan members around it and then it shows the like racist moments throughout current history. Yeah, it was a decent movie. I just personally don't really love it that much. I wouldn't recommend this movie to a general audience. Not because it's bad. It's great and, and there was a lot of really important stuff in here. It's just a really hard watch emotionally and psychologically, especially as a black person. Personally, I think all white people should watch this. I really I want them to watch this and I want them to be uncomfortable. And, and I can't even say the climax was that satisfying because Ron still got profiled and beat by cops. It had funny moments and it had really hard hitting moments. But I think if you're really interested about the story of Ron Stallworth and how he infiltrated the KKK, you should just watch a documentary or read a book or an in-depth article on it. He literally wrote a book about what happened. So you guys yeah. should read it so read that and if you're interested in watching this and haven't yet i would i would just say be careful especially if you're a minority because there's a lot of hate in this film <laughs> so recently i've been trying to make my transitions fun but i could literally not think of anything <laughs> that would make sense for this movie um so let's just fucking move on over to the mediocre minute uh hey guys this is a tiny little micro moment where me and marco recommend books comics music games and more for you all to check out as a way to de-stress from watching this movie if you chose to watch it my recommendation is the album return of the boom bop by krs1 and it's not just because one of the songs on the album is called black cop 
KRS-One has had some great hits that I loved, and I finally delved into his discography in like the summer of last year. And all I have to say is he slayed. I think my favorite songs from this album were Out of Here, Brown Skin Woman, <laughs> Black Cop, obviously. And I think I'm legally required to also like Sound of the Police. Um, Marco, what is your recommendation? My recommendation is a podcast called Dunsparce and Drumpa. This is a Pokemon D&D podcast, which I know is kind of lame, but I, I personally just enjoy podcasts that involve D&D, I guess. Yeah, this follows four characters and their Pokemon as a new bad guy team comes out of the woodworks. And it's about them basically fighting it and like saving the day and everything. It's a D&D podcast. I think you all know what it will be about. Like, it's it's not that hard, I guess. But yeah, I enjoy this podcast, and that's my recommendation. Anyways, you guys, that's our thoughts on Black Klansman. If you want to send us a voice message on Spotify for podcasters, there'll be a link in the description to do so below. Also, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and that's everything. So, goodbye. Black cop! Black cop, <laughs> black cop, black cop, stop shooting.